We're getting you all caught up on all things Carl Nassib, college football playoff expansion, and the real linebacker you. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them what Locked On sent you. Hey everybody, how's it going? My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm the host here of Locked On Nittany Lions. I'm also the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, and of course a contributor to AthlonSports.com. Lots of stuff to get caught up in today's episode. We'll kind of hit a couple of the main topics of conversation that have been floating out there this week, including, and most importantly, perhaps with a former Penn State defensive end coming out, announcing he's gay, what that means moving forward. Lots of interesting discussion to have about that topic. And we're also one step closer to college football playoff expansion and all this week across locked on podcast network we're talking about linebacker you what school lays the best claim to the title of linebacker you of course we're going to talk a little bit about that on a penn state football podcast right well before we get into all of that i want to make sure you're following this podcast on all of your favorite podcasting apps i personally recommend the odyssey app it's one of the best apps out there for all your things podcast sports radio just regular radio stations You can get it all right there in that Odyssey app. You can take it with you. You can listen to it in your car. It's a great resource. And, of course, you can catch all the latest episodes of Locked On Nittany Lions right through there, as well as everything else going on across the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, we're available on all the other podcasting mediums as well, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you want to give us a follow and give us a five-star review, we're going to shout you out on Friday's episode, so make sure you do that by supporting our show. And it's our way of giving back and showing our appreciation for all the support you guys are giving us. You can also reach out to us on our Twitter, on our Facebook, on our Instagram, and on our Twitch channel. We're using the username Locked On Nittany across all those social media platforms. So that's facebook.com slash locked on Nittany. Give it a like. Instagram.com slash locked on Nittany. Give us a follow there and check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash locked on Nittany. The Twitch channel is a little bit different. It's twitch.tv slash locked on Nittany. I think we're going to do some live streaming on Saturday. So make sure you turn those notifications on so you know that when we do go live, you can plug into the conversation. You can join me in the chat and have some fun as well as that. So I'm looking forward to finally getting that kick started and we'll work that into the rotation seriously moving forward throughout the rest of the summer and of course into the upcoming college football season all right so big news this week coming from a former penn state defensive end uh, carl nassib who took to his instagram account to announce to the world that he is coming out he is gay and you know i think in his statement alone and i echo this uh, time and time again I, i think he made it known that he hopes that there is one day when this is not going to be as big of a breaking news story as it currently is in this environment. I'm with them 100% on that, but obviously it is big news right now because we're still kind of moving forward with with, uh, how this is being perceived. Uh, You know, I certainly feel you can be a gay football player. There's no problem with that, right? And I think that is becoming more and more the mindset for more and more people, which I think is a good thing. But it's got to be a very difficult situation for a guy that's playing football and having the success that he has had and finally coming to um, a comfort level with announcing to the world what his situation is. And we've seen time and time again, it's not easy for people going through this. And certainly I'm not going to step in anybody's shoes here and try to tell you how it feels because it's not my situation. And I know that there are some people out there um, who may still be kind of uncomfortable 
coming out to the world, allowing them, allowing everybody to know what their real lifestyle is. And it is very difficult. And that's why it is very important when a guy like Carl Nassib comes out and announces that he is gay and and letting people know that he is comfortable doing so. Uh, certainly, if you watched his video message on his Instagram account, uh, he seemed very comfortable with it. He seemed pretty confident in what he was doing. And, you know, here's hoping that this is all running smoothly. It certainly feels like he's getting tons of support from every which angle you look at. I know James Franklin put out a statement uh, supporting him. Uh, you saw NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell put out a statement. You know, I think the Big Ten put out something as well, or maybe it was just a retweet. But you're seeing so much support coming out, including uh, from a former football player himself, Michael Sam, uh, who was the SEC Defensive Player of the Year in 2013. He was the first actively or I'm sorry, the first openly gay uh, football player to be drafted by an NFL team in 2014. Unfortunately, Michael Sam never played in the NFL. He did have a, a brief little bit of time in the CFL, but this is a big difference. This is a big difference. This is a big step forward for the LGBTQ uh, plus community because Carl Nassib now is the first active openly gay player in NFL history. And I'm not saying he's the first gay player in the NFL. I, I feel pretty comfortable in suggesting that that is probably not true at all. Uh, but this is the first openly gay person. And that is a big door to break through. And he will not be the last. So this is a... This is a sign of progress for where we are as a community, as a football community, as just a you know, community of people, really. And I think that's what the big thing here is. This is another step forward for acceptance, for tolerance, for uh, just open-mindedness and acceptance. And I think that that is very critical. And I do feel as though he would not be coming out and making this decision to announce the world if he didn't feel comfortable about his surroundings, you know, with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I would imagine that it would be very difficult to come out and make this decision or make this announcement if you didn't feel like you had the support system around you with your current team. So here's hoping that that is the case for Carl Nassib. I'm very much looking forward to seeing the work that he does moving forward. Uh, he obviously made it a point to emphasize the importance of the Trevor Project, which you haven't, if you haven't checked that out yet, I uh, highly advise you to do so. They're doing a lot of great work for uh, people that really need it. Uh, you know, obviously, the suicide rate for teens that are gay, uh, significantly higher than suicide rates for anybody. And obviously, suicide is terrible, uh, you know, and I'm very unfortunate for so many people. But uh, you know, it's it's particularly hard for younger people that are struggling with either coming out and announcing that they are gay, or just kind of finding the acceptance that I think Carl Nassib seems to have found. So here's hoping that this is all going to benefit so many more people than just Carl Nassib. Uh, and I think that, you know, he's certainly not trying to draw the attention on himself, but bring awareness to people that really need it. So here's hoping that this is a message of positivity, uh, a message of encouragement for anybody who is struggling uh, along these similar lines that uh, Nassib says that he was agonizing over for the past 15 years. And you, you do the math. Uh, he was, you know, he was playing high school football. He was playing college football at Penn State while knowing that he was gay, but not allowing anybody in on his uh, his big life secret. Now that secret's out. So let's see what work is to be done here. Uh, go check out the Trevor Project. Uh, we'll certainly have a link to that in the description for the show notes of this episode. Highly advise you to go uh, see all the great work that they're doing. So 
Kudos to Carl Nassib. Best of luck to him moving forward. Uh, very much looking forward to continuing following his career, uh, both on and off the field. But now I'm going to tell you a little bit about one of the best places to place your sports bets online. Yes, the NBA playoffs are still heating up. My team is out of it right now, but that doesn't mean that you have to be sitting on the sidelines either. The best place to do that is with Bet Online. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action with the NBA playoffs continuing, Stanley Cup uh, getting closer and closer to hoisting a champion. And of course, baseball regular season is ongoing. You still got that Euro tournament going on across the pond. And of course, you can always check out those college football futures and maybe even place a couple bets for some of the games early on in the upcoming season. Bet Online has you covered with all the latest odds, all the sporting news and notes that you need to make the best bets possible. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website right now on your phone or on your laptop or on your desktop. Go to betonline.ag. You sign up today for free and then you receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So we are now one step closer to a 12-team college football playoff becoming an actual reality. College football playoff put a statement out on Tuesday saying that they appreciated the work that was being done by the committee that was reviewing the proposal for a 12-team format, and it is now moving on to the next stage of research and development to check out the feasibility of such a plan and to check some of the different options that are still available or some of the concerns that a 12-team playoff uh, may bring up as far as finances or you know whatever situation may uh, cause some interference with running a 12-team playoff format. This is really just a formality, folks. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. We are going to get a 12-team college football playoff. Now, I don't know if it's going to be something that uh, happens uh, earlier than the current media rights package closes up and we get into the next round, or if this is actually something that will wait until the next round of the media negotiation. So the bottom line is, this thing is happening. There is nothing slowing it down at this point in time. We're going to get a 12-team college football playoff. Now, there's still a lot to figure out. You're starting to see some of the statements from the different conferences that are out there, and you're starting to see some bickering. And if you read between the lines, the Pac-12 and the Group of Five conferences, they're not necessarily seeing eye-to-eye on how this playoff format is going to go. Surprise, surprise, right? So last week, the Pac-12 put out a statement basically saying that they believe firmly that every power conference champion should receive an automatic spot in the college football playoff. On the flip side, you have conferences, I believe, like the MAC and I think the Mountain West put out a conference as well. Or maybe it was the Sun Belt. I forget which one it was. But basically saying that, no, those playoff spots should still be earned. And there were many, myself included, who felt like that was a direct shot at the comments that were coming out of the Pac-12. Let's hit the reset button real quick, okay? So the way that this 12-team proposal has been mapped out is that you're going to have 12 teams. Six spots are going to be reserved for the highest-ranked conference champions, regardless of what conference they are in. If you look at last year, the Pac-12 would have uh, been on the outside of a couple of these things based on where those final college football playoff rankings were. That's why the group of five conferences are kind of taking aim at the statement that came out from the Pac-12, because you still have to earn your way into this 12-team college football playoff. Now, granted, odds are very good. I would suggest that in most years, the Power Five conference champions are going to find a way to be ranked somewhere in that top 12. But that is not necessarily always going to be the case. So that's why it is a good thing, I think, for a group of five conference like the Mountain West, like the American Athletic Conference to kind of 
make a little bit more assurances that they are going to be represented in this college football playoff. So, yeah, I think there's going to be some bickering, as you would expect. And things are probably going to get a little ugly and a little contentious at times, but I don't see any way that there's going to be enough to implode the path that we are on right now toward a 12-team college football playoff. And as I said last week on the podcast, this is good news for a school like Penn State because Penn State is going to be in a really good situation, I believe, in many years to be included in this expanded college football playoff. And I understand, yeah, if it's a 14 playoff, it's more elite and it means you're a much better team uh, and you would much rather be one of those elite teams in college football. But you know what? Just get into the darn college football playoff and maybe good things are going to happen as a result of that as well. So I do think that an expanded playoff field still is very good news for a program like Penn State because last year aside, Penn State has been on a pretty good track record to be included in a college football playoff format of this kind. And we went through it. If you go back to 2016, the year that Penn State uh, won the Big Ten, they would have been in the college football playoff every year from 2016 up through 2019. Again, we're throwing away 2020. That was a lost cause from the start. But every year, aside from 2020, from 2016, Penn State would have been in the college football playoff. They would have been on the road a couple times. They would, I believe they would have had one home game somewhere along the way. Uh, but that may have been, I think that was just the year that they won the Big Ten because they would have had a first round bye. But this is, this is good news as far as I'm concerned because I'm buying more and more into the idea of a 12-team playoff format. I still think that the next logical step is to actually go to eight teams and I think you can do that very well and efficiently. But if they're going to make this jump to 12, I think it can work. I still don't think that the proposal that's been mapped out is the best solution. I don't like the idea of playing so many games on a neutral field after those first round games where you have five through 12 paired up against each other on home campuses. After that, you go into neutral site games. I think that that part has to be scrapped. Put that next round of games on home campuses as well. Give those top seeded teams a home field advantage that they can take advantage of. And I I think that that's a justified reward rather than having to travel and go to a bowl game or you know a quote bowl game for a neutral site matchup in a college football playoff. You've earned the right to play a playoff game at home as far as I'm concerned. That is the biggest change that I would make to the college football playoff proposal for a 12-team format. Uh, I still want to hear what you guys have to say about this. Where do you think Penn State would fit into a 12-team college football playoff? Reach out to us on our Twitter, at LockedOnNittany. You can check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. We want to hear from you guys, and we're going to include some of your comments and some of your suggestions, if you have any, in an upcoming podcast as well. So reach out to us. Give us your feedback on a 12-team college football playoff and where Penn State fits into the mix. Now's a pretty good time for a break, and anytime that I'm on a break, I know that I'm going to chomp into a Built Bar. My wife just ordered some new Built Bars, and she's hooked on these things, just like I told you you guys would be as well. She just ordered the coconut almond, and that's personally one of my favorite options, and now we have to divide who gets what Built Bars in our cabinet and when we pack our lunches and everything, because I can't be trusted to not dip into her stash of Built Bars. We have to have our equal quantities. But that should tell you just how good Built Bars are. I've been telling my wife about Built Bars for a while now, and now I finally got her on board, and now she sees what I've been talking about. And they have flavors for just about everybody out there. They've got coconut, they've got coconut almond, they've got cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, and you're you're hearing these names. You're saying, how in the world can this possibly be healthy too? Well, not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams protein, only 130 calories. 
and only four grams of net carbs. Check them out for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and check out all the different options they have available. When you place your order, make sure you use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now look, when it comes to cars, I am absolutely by no means an expert. I am very much a novice on the most intermediate level there is possible. So that's why anytime I need to buy anything for my car, I'm gonna go to rockauto.com. I'm not going to go to a store and go through their little cross-reference guides and have to deal with the pushy salesman who are probably gonna belittle me in the process. I'm gonna go to rockauto.com. I'm gonna enter the make and model of my vehicle and it's gonna bring up the entire catalog of everything they have available for my specific needs. That's what makes rockauto.com so great. That's why this is a family business that has been doing this for 20 years because they know that there are people like me who don't really wanna have to deal with buying parts for their car. They wanna make it as simple and easy as possible and also affordable. So go to rockauto.com right now, enter the make and model of your car or truck and see the entire catalog of everything they have available for your vehicle. Don't forget to write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So this week across the Locked On Podcast Network, our focus on position you takes us to linebackers. And yeah, you know what we're going to talk about. Linebacker U. What school out there has a better claim to linebacker U than Penn State? Yeah, all this week, some of the different hosts across the Locked On Podcast Network, they're going to try and make a claim for why their school should be considered linebacker U. And I'll admit, some schools have made a valiant effort to come at Penn State's throne in this category. But I don't think that there is any case to be made for any other school to be considered linebacker U than Penn State. And this is going to rely a lot on history, of course. But I do think there is some recent bias that suggests that Penn State still has what it takes to be considered linebacker U. And the timing of this all is just too perfect for Penn State and its argument to still be known as linebacker U. And I say that because remember Micah Parsons? He played linebacker at Penn State and he was just drafted in the first round by the Dallas Cowboys uh, just a couple months ago. He was the number 12 overall pick and he didn't even play last year. That's how good he was. That's how good he was for Penn State. The last time we saw Micah Parsons, he was tearing it up in the Cotton Bowl against the Memphis Tigers, and he was ferocious. He was kind of reminding a lot of people of LeVar Arrington. Oh, speaking of LeVar Arrington, he was just named to the College Football Hall of Fame ballot for the first time, and now he is eligible for the College Football Hall of Fame. Oh, he also wasn't alone, though, because Paul Puzlesny, another former Penn State linebacker, was also included on the ballot for the first time. So in the span of the last couple of months, we have seen two of Penn State's best linebackers, certainly the Big Ten era, arguably all time, be named to the College Football Hall of Fame ballot. And Micah Parsons, the latest and great uh, Penn State linebacker to come through Happy Valley, has been drafted with the number 12 overall pick. You don't get linebackers drafted that highly very often, right? So it takes a little bit of a special breed of a player. And Michael Parsons fit that bill, and he played at Penn State. And this is why Penn State maybe had a couple of drier years as far as linebacker production and development may have been concerned compared to some other programs. But as time goes on, Penn State is going to continue to turn out some of the best linebackers you're going to see in college football. They may not always go on to have NFL glory, but when it comes to preparing for a Penn State defense, 
you better believe that you're going to have to address that linebacker situation because Penn State linebackers, they know where the football is. They know how to bring that ball carrier down. They're going to make your life miserable in the middle of the field because you're not going to be able to get by them. So, yeah, Penn State is absolutely linebacker you still to this day. And I think as we go through this week, we see some of the arguments that are made. Some of them are going to be pretty solid. I'm going to admit, I think there's a couple schools out there that have got a pretty good chance to dethrone Penn State when it comes to this topic of conversation. But by and large, history will prove that Penn State forever will be linebacker you. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had some fun discussions with me. And, of course, reach out to us on our Twitter account and our Facebook page, at Locked on Nittany on both of those. And you can continue the conversation there as well. Of course, make sure you never miss a single episode of our podcast. We're available on that Odyssey app, which is a great app to have on your phone because you can take all of your favorite podcasts, you can take all your favorite sports radio stations, and just your favorite music with you on the go. But, of course, you can check out all the great content on the Locked On Podcast Network right from the Odyssey app. And today on the Locked On Today podcast, what the heck are the Philadelphia 76ers going to do with Ben Simmons? I'm asking as a fan because I have no idea what the Sixers are going to do with Ben Simmons, but you can get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you got your podcasts. And as a reminder, we are available on all podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please follow us on your preferred podcasting app. Leave us those five-star ratings and reviews. It really helps continue to grow the show, and we appreciate the support that you guys have for us. And of course, on Friday's episode, we will shout out some of you guys for your five-star reviews. I'm Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Check out all of our Penn State coverage over on NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. And until next time, everybody, have a great day. I will talk to you later.